the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord and happy to be back home. We um, had so many that have, are streaming overseas and they're watching you and they say, send our love and send our, and uh, just to know that you're loved and watched and some of them know who you are and watch where you're at. And, <laughs> and so we certainly had a good fruitful trip. We're happy to be home. Let's turn in our Bibles if we can. I've got three portions of scriptures to read, and I'd like to get straight to the word. We've got, I've got a lot to cover, a lot on my heart tonight. And so we'll start in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Then we'll go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Then we'll go to Revelations chapter 12. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, and put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins skirt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Last scripture, Revelations chapter 12. Verse 7. Do you love the Word of God? I love the Word of God. Revelations chapter 12, verse 7. And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. The dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. The great dragon was cast out, the old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. And he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before God day and night. And they overcame him. By the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, they loved not their lives unto death. I want to preach tonight a message, I title it, Angelic Wars 
become human battles. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, as we bow our heads to you. Lord, we thank you for the faith that is burning in our hearts that was lit only by you. We thank you, dear God, you've preserved us to this day to meet the challenge of the hour. Father, we could never do it in our own strength. We look to you tonight. We're asking, Lord, that your word be made flesh in our lives. God, I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that you would take these words and make it such a revelation that the powers of darkness would be shattered around our lives. And, Lord, that we would walk as prevailing Christians with this testimony. Lord, that we have overcome him by the blood of the Lamb. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name, we commit this service and ourselves into your mighty hands. Amen. God bless you. You can have your seats. You know, there's a mystery surrounding, thank you. There's a mystery surrounding the origin of demons, the origin of devils. To many theologians, they don't have a clue. And even Schofield, he said, as concerning the origin of demons, he said, there's nothing clearly revealed. And these were men that have studied the Bible and they've studied as much as a man can study trying to understand spiritual things. But you know, by the grace of Almighty God, we have such insight through the opening of the Word, the opening of the seals, and a prophet of the last age. God has revealed every mystery to us. And Brother Branham begins to reveal where the devils come from. You and I battle them every day, and so it's good to know our enemy tonight. Brother Branham said that sin did not start in the Garden of Eden, but sin begins in heaven. He said before there was a garden, before there was even a world, when Lucifer, the son of the morning, wanted a kingdom that would be more beautiful than Michael the archangel. He said more beautiful. He felt that God had dwelt in beauty. And Satan, he moved to the north, Brother Branham said, and he he made a beautiful kingdom. He said there, and he took like two-thirds of the angels with him. And beauty was Satan's technique. That's what he deceived by in heaven. And Brother Branham said there's something about beauty that still deceives. It, it catches the eye. He said the Catholics learned it a long time ago. He said though the serpent, he said though it was under the curse, it's still beautiful. He said, you go to prostitute alleys and so forth. He said, those women aren't hags. They're the most beautiful women in the world. He said, because sin is enticing. And sin is beautiful. He said, Judas was not some sort of drunk with blowflies on his face. He said, he said, Judas was handsome and he was strong. And he was deceiving. Because sin is beautiful. Can you say Amen. And the, and the first church split that ever took place did not happen on earth. It happened in heaven. When the devil tried to make a better kingdom than what Michael had, and he broke up the brotherhood, and he took two-thirds of the angels, and he began to split, and the same spirit exists today. You can recognize a spirit when it comes in and it divides brethren and it destroys, it is the same sin that started in the beginning. The Bible said the dragon had 
took two-thirds of the angels with his tail. He said it wasn't a forked tail that he took them with. He said, but it was T-A-L-E. It was the lie that he told, the tail that he told. He lied in heaven, and he, he said he captured two-thirds of those angels, which the Bible called them stars. He looked at Abraham and said, look at the stars. Can you number them? He said, those stars represented you and I here tonight. Do you believe that? Those that are dead in Christ, those that are Abraham's seed. He said, so those stars in heaven represent the spirits of men here. And he said, and there were two-thirds of those angelic stars that were cast out of heaven. You know, I don't fully understand it. But Brother Branham said, what we are here, there is a reflection somewhere from heaven we are reflecting. It's amazing how he said in Jarius 1954, he said, now we are the sons of God. He said, what were you here is a reflection of where, what you are somewhere else. He said, it's a reflection. He said, that's why the Bible said, he whom God has justified, he hath already glorified. He said, that's right. If this earthly tabernacle be dissolved, we already have one waiting in the heavens. That ought to make you shout. That's why our names are written on the book before the foundation of the world. Our lives are being reflected somewhere. And our works declare where our reflection is coming from. Isn't that right? And Brother Branham said there was a day that Satan declared war in heaven. There was a day when he pulled two-thirds of the angelic beings and he said the reason why the born-again Christian is in a minority is because two-thirds fell under the lie of Satan. And wars, angelic wars started. We don't know how long the event lasted or, you know, what took place. All we know is that there was a war that took place in heaven and it was against Michael and Satan and Michael's angels and Satan's angels. And they fought one against the other. And Michael was, I'm sorry, Michael had cast out the devil upon the earth. Everybody with me? Turn with me, if you will, to Isaiah 14, verse 12. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12. They asked Brother Branham in questions and answers, is it true that Satan was cast out or was it just a vision like John saw? And Brother Branham said, no, he was a literal happening. And Brother Branham takes us to this scripture in Isaiah 14, verse 12. How art thou fallen, which means cast down from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How art thou cast down to the ground which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Here Lucifer, he really his, his ambition was to exalt himself above the sons of God. To exalt himself above the Most High. To exalt himself above all that was called God. This was his ambition. This was his desire. And when Satan was cast out, he, he carried on with that same ambition. 
And today he's trying to accomplish the same purpose that he began in heaven. And angelic wars came down to earth and became human battles. From angels to humans. Can you say amen? And the devil came to destroy God's creation, to destroy God's purpose. And now he still wants to fulfill this desire to exalt himself above all that is called God. Above the word of God. Above the stars and sons of God. Can you say amen? So Satan brought his lie down to earth. And now Satan's got to open up a door in the garden. Brother Benham said when God gave Adam and Eve a fortification or protection, he gave them the best that he could give him. He said, if you go to Iraq or to Israel or any other nation on earth, he said, they give them top-of-the-line equipment. They give them cutting-edge resources. He said, but God, when he started, he gave us the best he could have ever given us. It is the word of God. You would never think that God would allow someone as wicked and as heartless and as evil as Satan to prowl around the Garden of Eden. But God was not afraid. They were invincible as long as they stayed behind the word of God. They were invincible as long as they stood behind the protection. You believe that? God was not afraid. They were invincible behind the word of God. They were protected behind the word of God. They were sealed and safe behind the word of God. Are you getting it tonight? God gave them the word. And the word was himself. The word is himself. How many want to be safe in the arms of God? We are safe in him, fortified. That's why God isn't afraid of the devil turning loose every evil spirit in this age. He's not afraid of losing his bride. God is not afraid for our Sunday school children in this age. Because this word will defeat the devil any place, anywhere, anytime. It works for young people. It works for old people. It works for sick people. Now the devil is trying to find an inroad. He just got kicked out of heaven. And he's looking for a weak spot. He's looking for a place of entrance. So he comes to Eve and said, hath God said? But he with me. This is an amazing question. Is the devil now, you know, a spirit needs a vehicle. And so he chooses the serpent. And, and the serpent begins to converse with Eve, as God said. And Brother Branham said this was the technique he was using to lure her out from behind the protection of the word. Has God said, well, She's not going to talk about the ball game or talk about something sinful. She will talk about the word of God. Had God said, what's he doing? He's talking to her. He's agreeing with every word. I believe the word. Yes, I believe the message. Wasn't that church service wonderful this morning? Did you feel the presence of God? I just love the presence of God. 
Oh, I did too. Adam and I loved it. You did too. Did you feel specially at this particular place? The Holy Spirit was so sweet. Yes, it was. Yeah. And, and then, but did he say that God said? Did I hear him right? Did he say, God said you should eat of all the trees of the garden, but the one in the midst you, you shouldn't eat? She said, no, we're not allowed to touch that one. He said, oh, surely. Surely. God's a God of love. He loves us all. You know, there's a lot of legalistic people in the message, but, but God is a God of love. Talking about all this death and so forth. It's just fear-mongering. Anybody love the Lord? He said, no, if you do eat of this tree, your eyes will be open. I have a new light for you. I have a new revelation for you. It's coming right here from the pulpit this morning. There's a new revelation. you got to come here to get it. He knows that if you eat of this, your eyes will be opened. Enlightened. See, Satan is interpreting the word to Eve. The devil wants to interpret the word to us. Interpret means to clarify, to put light on, to decipher, to to make clear. I just want to make it clear to you, Eve. I just want to bring light to you this morning. And to misconstrue is to corrupt and to totally destroy and misinterpret the message for your day. Brother Branham said her mistake was when she stopped. He said many a man made their mistake and committed adultery on their wives when they just stopped to talk or just stopped to look. Brother Bennett said, don't you ever stop. We have no reasoning about this message. This message is the interpretation of this Bible. Don't you stop for a minute. He never asked us to reason. He asked us to believe it. Do you believe it? Amen. He wanted to explain it away. Wanted to talk about it. And any time someone wants to explain to you what it means, it's the hiss of the serpent. Every time the devil wants to interpret something to you, it is the hiss of the serpent. Do you believe that? Brother Branham said he was trying to get into her mind. He said he was trying to anoint her thinking. You know, we're not just dealing with mind over matter. Spirit, uh, the truth is a spirit. The Bible calls it the spirit of truth. And error is a spirit. It's called the spirit of error. We're dealing with spirits here. And the spirit of the devil will anoint you, and he will anoint the way people think. And Brother Branham said, if he can get a question mark in your mind, death will set in. As soon as he don't have to get you to deny it, all he has to do is put a question mark in your mind. And that's why they're always trying to say, well, there's, there's no proof here. There's no history here. The devil's just trying to put a, a spot on it. Just, 
just to make you always question and cause disbelief in your heart, though you never even voice it. We don't need to explain it. We must believe it and stay fortified behind God's interpretation of the word. One phrase brought death. Did you know Brother Branham said that the devil abides in reasoning? That's where the devil abides. He abides in reason, but we're commanded to cast down reasonings. Satan is in the human mind. Satan, Brother Branham said it, Satan is in the carnal mind. And Satan opened the door into the human race by human reasoning. Satan made his entrance. Then angelic wars became human battles. And as soon as he opened that door to unbelief, all of those angels that fell with him began to take over and invade the earth. All of those fallen angels and that Satan took possession of the earth and become the prince and power of the air. Heavens were shut off from mankind. Man could not access God anymore. Man could not come into the presence of God anymore. The atmospheres were shut off. And the prince and power of the air, I'll read it to you. He says, wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. Disobedience is a spirit. Rebellion is a spirit. And the earth was covered over by demon power. As soon as the devil entered in, the atmospheres became contaminated with demons and devils and doubt and adultery and killing and wars and bloodshed, all kinds of of tragedy and crisis upon the earth. When the devil entered in, his armies flooded the earth and he took possession. Began to accuse mankind. Do you love the Lord? Brother Branham said, if I could draw a picture, he said, the world in its gaiety is dark. Man's right here in the middle, and once in a while, you see a little flicker of light. He said, see, those are the redeemed in this mass of darkness. And he said, but just under that is the souls of the unjust. And just under that, he said, is demons. And just under that is hell. And he said, then if you go above it, just above man is the Holy Ghost. And then the next layer is angels. And the next layer is heaven. And mortals are influenced either from heaven or from earth. Man is controlled either by faith or by doubt, by God or by Satan. And Brother Adam said, the lid has been taken off of hell. When the devil came down to earth with his angels, this was the origin of demons. Angels came down and they took the bodies of human beings, possessed human beings, possessed the sons of men because demons are helpless without a body. 
Brother Branham says that many times the devil is almost helpless without a body, so it needs a body in order to accomplish his means. Something Brother Branham says, it's amazing. He said, now, cancer. He said, what is cancer? He said, it begins with a germ. And a germ is a microorganism that usually causes disease. And he said, so what is cancer? He said, let's take the cells one by one. You will come back to a germ. And he said, all diseases, tuberculosis comes from a germ. Cancer comes from a germ. He said, but if you'll get to the bottom of them, there's devils, they're tormentors in your body to shorten your life. He said, they're Satan's imps. They're his demons. He said, uh, he said ask the doctor what starts cancer. Ask him where a tumor comes from. When I was interviewed, he said, by the male brothers years ago, he said, I asked them, isn't cancer the begin with a germ? He said, yes. I said, isn't it a germ, isn't a germ life? He said, yes. I said, doctor, where does that life come from? He said, nobody knows. And he said, it's a devil. He said, that's what it is. It's a life. Now, the devil cannot create, but he can pervert what God created. And that germ is a germ of death. And he said, now he finds a weakness to enter into. And he said, usually cancer comes through a backslidden cell, a bruised cell. And a germ will get in that weakened place. And from that germ, it will begin to build cell upon cell. Brother Branham said the same way a cancer works is the same kind of cancer in a church. You let, let a church get wounded. Let a church get in a feud or an argument or a split. And a cancer will begin to go from here to here until it brings death upon that congregation. Hallelujah. It'll work in your homes. It'll work in your marriage. It'll work in your life. And so a germ looks for weakness. He's looking for a weak spot. That's why in the discernment lines, Brother Benham said, now you're having menopause and you're losing your mind. He's looking for a weak spot and cancer begins from a backslidden cell. Now there's only two sources, God and the devil. Now cancer is not something that God produced but it is a perversion of the life, the God-given life that God gave, and the devil got in it, perverted it, making it cancer, but it is a life. Now, the reason that the cancer can be the shape of a pancake or it can be oblong is because spirits have no shape, and a spirit has no form, so the cancers have no form. What did Michael do to the devil and his angels? He cast them out. Watch Jesus in his ministry. If you watch, the Bible said that he cast out devils with his word. And if you watch, he, he, Satan is responsible for epilepsy, for bipolar, 
for spiritual disease, for physical disease. Jesus called blindness a spirit. He called dumb a spirit. He called epilepsy a spirit, a devil. Jesus always called every sickness a devil. The Bible said he healed all that were oppressed of the devil. And so Jesus cast out devils. Every time he came to a funeral, there was life came forth. Every time he came to a hospital, somebody sick was healed. He cast out devils and devils trembled in their boots in the presence of Christ. Then Jesus gave a commission to the church. In my name, you will cast out devils. Brother Branham said, we are not dealing with the tumor. Divine healing does not deal with the lump or the the mass of cells. It deals with the devil that's in the lump. So we say, Satan, come out. And that devil dies inside of that tumor. And he said, the body will process it. And many a people, if they get sick and a headache and, and they say, oh, I lost my healing. He said, the devil comes right back in. As sure as faith killed it, unbelief resurrects it again. And he said, a devil will go out seeking rest and he'll come back and he'll bring more buddies with him. Now, devils are helpless unless they have a body. And Brother Benham said, before it's a sickness, it's a spirit. Everybody got that? Before it's any sickness, it must be a germ. It must be a spirit when you root it back. Before it's a sickness. Now, demons are helpless unless they have a body. And that's why you find when Jesus comes there to legion, they begin to scream, have mercy on us. And they said, can we go into the swine? Do you remember that? See, demons work from generation to generation. Brother Branham said the man dies, but spirits continue on. That's why the Bible says Jezebel and speaks of Jezebel in the book of Revelation and Balaam and the spirit of Cain and Korah. All of those spirits are still alive. And he said, now demons will go from generation to generation. He said, but they are powerless unless they have a body. And he said, same with the Holy Spirit. He said, he is almost powerless until he can find somebody that will yield to him and God can use them. How many can say amen? Use me, Lord. And so Brother Branham said, Legion was so yielded that the devil could speak right through him. Didn't, Didn't Jesus say that I will be the words in your mouth? I believe every one of our church services should be a man of God so yielded that it's not us speaking, it is the Holy Spirit speaking. But notice, Brother Branham said that the the people in the land of Gadara sent armies in there and would pull Legion down and chain him. He would break the chains. He was way stronger than the strength of a natural man. And he said that they would, he, they, no man could tame him. He dwelled in the tombs. He said, but here comes 
maybe a five-foot Jewish man, frail. He said he steps off a boat, and you watch those demons start going crazy as they see this little man walking toward him. Brother Branham said it ain't the size of the muscles in the man. It's the size of the faith that's in him. It's the size of the God that's in control of him. The devils knew it was more than a five-foot man. They saw God coming. They knew that their hour was nigh. And they begin to shake and they begin to scream, don't torment us before our time. Our time is coming. The devil's time is coming. And they say, we want to torment a few more. We want to uh, throw off a few more. Let us go into the hogs. Jesus gave them permission. So they went from one to the other because they want a body. Demons will find a place to go. In the prayer lines, Brother Branham always said, keep your kids close to you. I lose epilepsy. And he said one time, it was astounding. He said critics will come into church. And he said they'll begin to criticize the the preaching or, or the prayer. And Brother Branham would give a warning. Now, I am not responsible for the unbeliever. He said, I'm responsible only for the believer. He said, if a demon gets off and gets on a believer, I can take care of that. He said, but if he gets an unbeliever, I can do nothing about it. He said, I have seen men, critics, walk out blind and walk out with epilepsy, walk out. And he said, with various diseases. And he says in one place, this is no place for an unbeliever now. Let me tell you, devils are real, demons are real, but God is real. We have nothing to fear. We are fortified behind the word of God. We are believers. How many are believers here tonight? He said, this is not a place for unbelievers. You better move while the getting's good. Aren't you happy how protected we are? Because the devil will go to unbelief. I've seen it with young people. I've seen unconverted young people go into a meeting. Someone come off the street, and they will connect within minutes. I've watched it. They just go right to each other. It's spirits. They find each other, and the spirit will go where there is unbelief. And if you're an unbeliever, many times, Brother Benham said, now, there's a woman with breast cancer. He said, and a woman over here. He said, what happens is there's kin spirits and they're afraid they're going to get cast out. Because where the presence of God is, they begin to shake. They've been kicked out before and they don't want to be kicked out again. I believe the presence of God could even come down here tonight where devils will begin to tremble, where demons will begin to shake. They cannot hold on. They cannot hold their power. In my name, you will cast out devils. 
Some demons never go into the cell, but they become a tormentor of the soul and of the spirit. And Brother Branham said, they come in different forms. They manifest in different forms. Some of them look like bats. Some of them look like tortoises with round legs. He said, a demon of oppression looks like a wave or like a dark cloud. He said, but the chief of all devils is unbelief. He wants an entrance. And his entrance will come through unbelief. His entrance will come for someone letting down on the word of God. He'll come in and maybe he'll just come in seemingly powerless. Then he'll get someone into their grips. They'll start out hanging around the wrong crowd. Then they'll take a hit off a cigarette. Then it'll go to marijuana. It'll be like the prodigal son leaves his father's house. Well, little by little, he loses his money. Then pretty soon, he's in the hog pen. Brother Branham said, I've stayed by the gallows where the people cried, I didn't mean for it to end this way. I didn't mean for that liquor to break up my family and ruin my life. But devils will enter in one by one. They'll begin to mount and get stronger. And unclean spirits will live right in the people. And Brother Branham said they'll never even know it. They'll come right in. He said everything is caused by a spirit. And unclean spirits cause people to do unclean things. Brother Branham said now, next you'll go today smoke and drink and habits hanging on to them, rooted in there. Habits are spirits. They are unclean spirits. He said Mary Magdalene had seven devils and she didn't know it. So Brother Branham said she had seven devils and didn't know it. And you know how it came in? She thought she was prettier than all the other girls. Brother Branham said in herself, she thought she was pretty, and that's how demons came in to Mary Magdalene. Demons are real, and they're looking for something to enter in by. Brother Branham said a woman that'll boost herself up and wear sexy clothes, she don't realize it's a devil on her. He said cigarettes is not just addiction by medical term. He said it is a devil. He said temper is a devil. Stubbornness is a devil. Selfishness is a devil. Brother Benham preached a message on enticing spirits. He talked about how demons will get among the people. And he said, and, and the ministers, they'll cause an illusion through the preaching of the word. And it'll sweep the whole congregation into enticing spirits. And they adopt a a program rather than the Holy Spirit. Enticing spirits causes a man to leave the word. How many ever heard of invasion of the United States? Brother Brandon preached it in 1954. He took his thought out of Ahab when he said, who will go up there with Ramoth Gilead and the 400 prophets were anointed by a demon, by a lion spirit to say, go on up there. God has given you a victory. And that enticing lying spirit deceived Ahab to bring to pass the word of God. Brother Branham uses this as the foundation 
for invasion of the United States. Then he begins to preach. It's remarkable to me. He said, through television and radio and through movies and magazines, demon spirits have come through Hollywood. He said, and have corrupted the nation and invaded the United States by demon power. He said, Satan comes in real easy to begin demoralizing it. He invades our homes. He said, models are the examples for our children, smoking cigarettes and living with numerous men, dressing like devils. They become the models for our children. He said, and then Arthur Godfrey and uh, Godfrey, Elvis Presley, they put them before the children. He said, it is demon spirits invading our homes, invading our businesses, invading our churches, invading our pulpits, invading our homes. He said, invasion is on. Unclean spirits are possessing the people for the purpose to overthrow the church. Direct quote. He said, they're invading this nation to overthrow the church. And devils have invaded the pulpits, invaded the churches, invaded the schools, invaded the United States. Demon powers. He said, the political world is gone. That's thus saith the Lord. It's the seed of the devil that has been sown. It's come out of Hollywood. He said, it's a devil invasion. He said, then this is amazing, referring to it in another message. He, in, he referred to that message, invasion of the United States and the overthrow of the American government. He refers to it like that. And he said that lying spirits have come in through entertainment and music. And I want you to watch within the last 50 years or 70 years, comedies and soap operas, have demoralized the nation. Look at marriage and divorce. Look at premarital sex. Children born out of wedlock. Drugs, alcohol, murder, rape, violence. Look, it's off the charts. Evil is off the charts. Violence is off the charts. Because demon power has come into a nation that was built upon the principles of Jesus Christ. He said it was invading the United States to break the backbone of mother. You break the backbone of a mother, the household is gone, the church is gone, the community is gone, the nation is gone. Don't you think, uh, sisters, that you're not got something important to do in the eyes of God. It's actually the strength of the nation, the strength of the church, the strength of the home. And Brother Branham said demon powers came in, invaded the United States for the overthrow of the church, for the overthrow of the government. You know why? His direct quote. He said to give the Catholic church a place to come in. Because this nation was too strong when it stood by Bible principles. The Catholic Church had no hold. But when it was demoralized through demon power, it weakened the churches and the nation till they stand for nothing. And now the Catholic Church can move in to fulfill the prophecy. And the devil continues what he began in heaven. He was kicked out of heaven 
And his purpose, his very purpose that he tried in heaven, he came down on earth and he's trying to fulfill here what he purposed there. He goes to the kings and the rulers. He can get them. They come down into the church. He gets into the preacher. The preacher gets it to the congregation. The congregation under the same influence, and it's the devil. Who? You know, Brother Branham said rock and roll is of the devil. You know, he said those boys, they were having a healing campaign. He said, it is a spirit that got on Elvis and Arthur Godfrey. He said, they're devil spirits. It's a spirit that gets on you. He said, evil spirits are bringing this world into the Armageddon. And the devil is calling his church. As God is calling his by the word of God. The devil is calling his church to the Armageddon. Because there's going to be another battle. Brother Branham referred to the three unclean spirits like frogs. Early on, it make you scratch your head maybe, but he refers to these three unclean spirits as fascism, Nazism, and communism in the political realms. Unclean spirits in the political realms. Then later, around 1960, they asked him about these three unclean spirits like frogs. He said, Nazism, fascism, and communism are a forerunner. The true is the Catholic Church. But they are a forerunner. I want you to look at Adolf Hitler and how the people came under the influence of one man. You watch him behind the pulpit. He'll begin to preach and there's an anointing and those Germans are throwing up their hands and people frenzied under the influence. It was demon power. You watch Russia. You watch fascism. Every one of those controlled by demon powers in the political realms, in the national realms, and even in the church realms. Because Brother Branham said two-thirds of those angels came out of heaven, came down to earth. He said they were in the presence of God for eons of time. And he said, you want to talk about a group that knows about worship. He said, those devils know about worship. That's why Legion worshiped when he saw the Lord. I want to talk about that just for a few minutes. We never underestimate the power of the devil to deceive. Get as far away from unbelief as you can get. You talk about unbelieving websites. There's spirits that are on those websites. And it'll cloud your mind. It'll put that question mark in your soul. And that's all he wants to accomplish. You get to entertaining negative thoughts about the church or criticism that the devil tries to introduce. Next thing you know, your joy will be gone. Your victory will be gone. And then you'll carry it to your house and your kids will pick it up. And it'll wreck your marriage if you're not careful. Just by entertaining criticisms or negative thoughts, it's demon powers trying to get a foothold and anoint your thinking. Think about it, just how the devil had come in in Jesus' day and he wasn't among the bums and the prostitutes as much as he was among the Pharisees. Jesus said, you are of your father the devil. 
He got right in among the high places. The Bible says that. That we are wrestling not against flesh and blood, but but principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high lofty places. Rulers of darkness, Hitlers and Mussolinis and Eichmanns, rulers of darkness, the Pope and his cardinals and the religious leaders. And Satan entered right into the church through the same tactic that he used on Eve. Are you listening? He's standing right here at our side tonight wanting to do the same thing to you. Wanting to do the same thing to me. Turn with me if you would to Revelations chapter 2 verse 10. Revelations chapter 2 verse 10. Fear none of those things which you shall suffer. Speaking to the church ages, Smyrnan. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you in prison. You shall be tried and have tribulation ten days. Be faithful unto death and I'll give you a crown of life. Brother Branham said that those Jews and those pagan priests and governors, in order to get favor with the public, They were hurling Christians by the thousands to their death, to lions and to the gladiators. And Brother Branham poses an awesome question in the church ages. He said, but what does the devil have to do with it? He said, well, why would we blame the devil? He said, because the devil was behind all of it. He said the devil was hates God and he hates God's people. He hates everything about God. He goes, I want to go a step further. If the Jews' religion was inspired by the devil because they sought to destroy God's people, what about the Catholic Church? He said it is the devil's religion. It is Satan behind it. The devil will cast you in the prison. The devil will burn you at the stake. The devil killed 68 million Protestants. Our brothers, our sisters, it was the devil that done it. Through a devil religion, through a devil-inspired ministry. That's why Brother Branham said Trinitarianism is of the devil. Thus saith the Lord that devils travel in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You want to talk about a devil power. Satan's ambition. Satan's ambition is to destroy God's people. He wanted to establish a kingdom that was greater than Michael. And Brother Branham said he's had 6,000 years to create his Eden. He has been labeled the God of this evil age. He is successful. He said he wants to sit in the temple of God and exalt himself above all that is called God and to exalt himself above the stars of God. He said, and he did it by explaining away the value of God's promised word to the age. He said he's certainly been successful He exalts himself above the word by explaining the message away. Are you listening? 
Angels, watch. Brother Branham said angels that fell from their first estate and they left their habitation. The devil is building a hybrid intellectual church that will outshine Christ's Holy Ghost church. He said it's fallen angels. They listened to Lucifer instead of Christ who they once belonged to. He said, what are the angels? Luther, Wesley, Catholic, Pentecostals kept not their first estate like the angels did, but fell into organization. Wow. They left their first estate, which was the word. God help us to stand on the word, to lock solid down on that word and never move from our estate. These angels did. They sold out to wisdom and to education. And he said they sold out to Lucifer's wisdom to make denominations. He said, notice, they lost their first estate, their position. He said they lost their original state from the word of God. Fallen messengers who once stayed with the word sold their birthrights and joined the world. Lucifer is achieving today by man with those spirits in them that he did with the angels at the beginning. Fallen angels who kept not their first estate to obey God. He's doing the same thing today. How many want to be a shining star of God? All you got to do is keep your first estate. Keep the word of God in your heart. Keep it with everything in you. In our homes, in our churches, in our ministries. Let's hold the word high. Don't move from the word of God. Stand on the word of God. Faith versus wisdom. Faith versus doubt. Faith in God's message. Did you know Brother Branham said a man, he said he might be out in the world, have drinking devils, Come to the altar and get cleaned. Those demons will be cast out. They'll wander in dry places, but they come back and they find it clean. And they'll come back in. But this time they don't come in with drinking devils. This time they come in with new devils. They come in with religious devils. And Brother Benham said that the devil will hold that man as a church member all of his years until he dies and keep him from being born again. And as long as he can keep him just a church member and he died just a church member, then he has accomplished his means. And he said that a demon will keep a person under a dogmatic spirit, under a legalistic spirit, under a church spirit, and keep them in that condition to keep them from being born again. Demons keeping us from real faith. Demons keeping the people from a real experience. And he said, Christians, I'm talking about the church now. He said, Pentecostals, insincerity, tried to fast for 40 days, open their spirit to devils. Speaking in tongues and get the people into a frenzy, trying to go into trances, open their spirits to devils and never come back out of it. Because of false teaching behind the pulpits. Amen. Brother Brandon preached the message, greatest battle ever fought, 1962, just before the opening of the seals. I'm not going to hold you much longer. 
Brother Branham was looking up into the sky. He was camping out there with his brothers out there by the campfire. He said miles and miles away, and he was watching the flickering of the campfire. And he said over those rocky rims, it was tremendous. He said, I was looking to the sky. He said, and a great awe come over me. He said, just look there at that great heavenly host. Everything is in perfect harmony. And I thought of the order of the heavenly host. How not one of those are out of place. God's army, I thought soldiers, as he was looking at the stars. Then I began to think not one of those are out of their place. And how those stars affect everything. How the heavens affect everything that's upon the earth. Everybody with me? I thought of the great heavenly host, how they must keep their order and the whole program of God, how we must strive to keep the order of the Spirit. And out of that inspiration, Brother Branham comes back to Jeffersonville and he picks up a thought, 1962, just before the opening of the seals, of the greatest battle ever fought. And he comes out of Ephesians chapter 6 where he says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in that evil day. And Brother Branham said, that evil day is this day. That this is a prophetic message that is speaking directly to our church, our people. And then he said that the angelic wars fell from heaven down to earth. And he said, now, when it came to earth, they had to select a battleground where the two opposing forces would meet on a battlefield. And he said that God had chose the mind because the mind is where decisions are made. And the greatest battle ever fought is not necessarily in the mind, but it begins in the mind. Where the decisions are made, then it moves out into many different places. And Brother Brandon begins to show a diagram of the human being and shows that he's a body and a spirit and a soul. And there's five outlets to the natural body. See, taste, feel, smell, and hear. There are five outlets to the spirit man. Memory, reasons, conscience, affections, and imaginations. And then there's two outlets to the soul. That's faith and unbelief. And he said, Satan will approach from the inside of us. And Satan has a right to attack memory, reason, conscience, affections, imaginations. He has allowed to tempt us through our minds. And he said we should never, ever trust our eyes, trust our ears, trust our senses, only if they agree with the word of God. Can you say amen? And he said, just as the whole human makeup is like the solar system, the solar system is in harmony, so should our spirit, so should our body, so should our soul be in harmony with the word of God. This is the battleground. And he said, now Satan is trying to gain entrance into your life. He's preaching the greatest battle ever fought. He said, but the devil, you are just like Eve. The devil cannot get in unless we let him in. 
That's what he said. He cannot come in unless you let him. He said the mind is where we have our free choice. Somewhere Brother Branham said that the angels were put on free moral agency like we were. Because they were given their choice. And when they took their choice with Satan, they were cast out here to earth. And now we are here with our choice. And he said we must always give God's word first place. Because he said, here it is. It's coming fresh. A man cannot sin. And first he cast aside the word. He can't even disbelieve. He can't even sin. Eve could not sin until she laid aside the word of God, opening the the channel of reasoning to her soul. He said, now the doorways are channels or temptations. He cannot harm you until you accept it. That ought to make you shout. The devil can't. You are invincible. We are invincible. The devil cannot harm us until we let unbelief or reasoning in. Keep that word in first place. He's trying to gain access into your mind. He's trying to gain. You say, I'm depressed. Cast the devil out. Say, I'm just a loser. Cast that devil out of your life. He's trying to gain access into your life. I'm just a loser. I'm just a nobody. That's the devil talking. You're a son of God. You're a daughter of God. I know my thoughts of you. Of peace and not evil to give you a predestinated end. The devil cannot reach you unless you let him. Unless you give your hands to be handcuffed and tied, the devil can tempt you through memory, reason, conscience, affections, and imagination, but he cannot reach you. That ought to make you shout. Let's just say praise the Lord. Now, we are fighting a powerful enemy. Brother Branham said it's a great, he preached a contest right at 62 before the opening of the seals. He said this is a great contest and he come out of the scripture, we wrestle not with, against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high places. He said, it's like the Indians that played tug of war. They would have a group of men here and a group of men over there by Aaron, and they'd put a fire in the middle. And they would test each other's strength, and the strongest would pull the group through the fire. The loser through the fire. And Brother Branham said, so do we have a contest between the power of God and the devil. Then he clarifies between the power of God in the church and the devil. And he said, now we want to pull the devil through his own fire. Just like Haman was hanged on his own gallows, we want to pull. How many want to see the devil drugged through the fire? He said, but now we are in a contest, and this contest started in heaven when Satan was cast out into the earth. And God gave us the word, which is God himself. Woo! If God be for us, who can be against us? He said, now people don't believe in demons. He said, there is a devil, and we must be trained to meet the devil. He said, there's actually a power. God is God, and Satan is a Satan. And he said, now, 
if you don't believe in Satan, I run in headlong to him every day. He said, you must be trained to meet him. Trained by the Holy Spirit. That's what's happening right here. You must know your enemy. And he talks about boxing, how you don't go into a boxing match without knowing your enemy. You study his licks and does he, can he fight going back? Is he a southpaw? You know, where's his strengths? Where's his weaknesses? And you, you capitalize upon the weakness. He said, he said it many times. He said, we must know. We're not ignorant of his devices. We must know the power of the enemy. Do you love the Lord? He said, now the devil, he said, watch this. He said, how I'd like to stand and bring you through the Bible to men that came into the contest against the enemy and they fortified themselves by the word. He said, there is devils, but Jesus cast them out and gave the church authority to cast them out. When the devil moved out, that gives God an opportunity to move in. Just don't repent and go away. You'll be worse than ever. But let God occupy your vessel. Let God come into your soul. How do we cast him out? Start out by casting down reason. Casting down negative thoughts. Casting down unbelief. Casting down. Cast him out of your house. Cast him out of your life. Do you love the Lord? And he's in a watch. Let's turn. Let's look at this. I... I want to show you this before I come to a close. Let's turn to Revelations chapter 12, verse 7. We read this at the beginning of the service. Now, I was saying at the beginning of the service, Brother Branham said that we are reflection here on earth of what took place up there because two-thirds of the angels fell down. We're a minority. If you're a believer here, you're a believer there. God's got it on his books, and he keeps good's books. If you were an unbeliever, you're an unbeliever here. I don't know how it works. He said, but there's a reflection. I want to show you something here. Can you pull that up, please? And there was war in heaven. Many times we think Michael was the sole power that threw Satan and his angels out, but it wasn't. There was war in heaven. This battle is a reflection What's happening here? There was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought. And his angels and prevailed not. <laughs> Neither was there any place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. The old serpent called the devil and Satan that deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before God day and night. And they overcame him. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony. And confession is to say the same thing. He said, I'm healed. I say, I'm healed. He says, I'm saved. I say, I'm saved. He calls me bride. I say, I'm bride. 
they overcame him. It is only reflecting, I believe, that there is devils being cast out tonight. We are devil killers. We are devil stompers. Just like he told Joshua, you cast them out of the land. You take your sword and cut them out of the land. Turn over their altars. Stomp down their images. Hallelujah. Remember when the 12, they went out and they were casting out devils. He said, I give you power to cast out devils and unclean spirits. They came back rejoicing. Said, Lord, even devils are subject to us. He said, I saw Satan like lightning fall from heaven. He said, but don't rejoice because devils are subject to you. Because there's many that will cast out devils and be lost. But you rejoice because your name was on the book before the foundation of the world. Now, go cast out devils with assurance that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. I saw Satan like lightning. He said, see, the power of the church was moving forward and it upset the whole kingdom of Satan. He saw him fall, drop from his places because God, again, gave power to the church. He beheld him falling like lightning. He was cast plumb out of the holy places by the power of the church. He said, having power, I give power over unclean spirit. It upset the kingdom of Satan. What could we do with it today? That was before the atonement. Now, all power of heaven and earth, power over devils, power over cancer, power over, over spirits. If the church would only get in harmony with the word of God, we would see a mighty army and the devil would be cast out of our home, cast out of our minds, cast out of our lives. In my name, you'll cast out devils. We are commissioned. Brother Branham said, Satan's army brings diseases. He's a destroyer. His whole kingdom is sickness and death and sorrow. He said, now there's two great forces coming together. They're battling. Satan's army brings diseases. But God's army is commissioned to cast them out. Every time the devil throws anything on you, God's army is there to cast it out. That's the technique that God used. That's God's method. Cast out the evil. Cast down reasoning. Cast down superstition. Cast down worry. Cast down disease. Cast down sin. You're above it. You're resurrected in Christ. Everything is under your feet. That's what happened to the doubters that got in heaven. God kicked them out. That's what the soldiers do that are raised in Christ. When the devil comes along, you kick him out. You cast him out. He said, watch. Grab that sword of faith and say, thus saith the Lord. And scream hallelujah. Then cut down every enemy that's in front of you. Cut that spooky feeling away from you. Cut down that fear. Cut down that depression. Cut down that anxiety. Right now, take the word of the Lord and begin cutting down. Cut yourself free. Cut yourself out of those mulligans. Cut yourself under that, out of that unbelief. You are children of God. You are sons of God. We are the army of the living God.
When I'm born again, I receive power to cast out devils. Brother Benham said, if he don't go, whack him again. If he don't go, whack him again. If he don't go, whack him again. By his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I'm healed. Brother Benham said, the greatest battle ever fought is raging right now. He said, the great hour of charge is at hand. Faith is on one side. Doubt is in the other. He said, the final battle is in array. Here Jesus was walking. He didn't know beauty that he might be desired. Many a people down the cobblestone streets of Jerusalem so busy about their work, no doubt shouldered right through him as he walked down these cobblestone. People so busy had just nudged him over when they're buying bread and shopping in the markets. Didn't even look at him. The Savior, the one that cast him out, walking through the streets, walked into the church. The preacher was too busy to deal with him. Just went right by. They'd put him in the corner. Nobody even noticed him. But when devils saw him, they began to scream for mercy. Because the demons could see what he was packing on the inside. It has nothing to do with what's on the outside. It has everything to do with what's on the inside. The Bible said, if you abide in my word and my words abide in you, ask what you will. I mean, say, Lord, let that word abide in my life. That word is our fortress. That word is him. Everything that word says is inspired from God. It is yea and amen. It is the amen. It's the so be it. It is everything to us. We have no thought coming. We have received the perfect interpretation of the word with divine vindication. This message is the interpretation. Tell the devil to shut his mouth. It don't matter how much we're belittled, how much we're kicked to the side, looked at as just holy rollers or Pentecostals. It's what's inside that God sees, and it's what's inside that the devil sees. I believe there's enough God on the front rows here to turn hell upside down. I believe there's enough power in our mothers. To, to bring forth a revival upon this world that'll shake the devil's kingdom to its knees. I believe that God is not afar off, but he's even nigh and even in your mouth. Put the word of God in your mouth. Cut down your enemies. Cast him out of your life. So, Brother Craig, I'm struggling as a teenager. Why don't you start by casting out? Why don't you cast out the country music? Why don't you cast out the video games that are tearing your life, ruining and taking up your time from reading your Bible? Why don't you cast out the devil? You start by cleaning up your home. That's what Brother Branham said about the token. Kick that television out of your house. Kick that nonsense out of your life. Quit feeding your mind with nonsense and start feeding it with the Word of God. And you watch faith begin to build. You'll go from the back row to the front row and you'll be on the front Front lines, pulling. Why don't we cast the devil out and quit taking his lies? 
Satan cannot touch you. There's a quote, Brother Branham said, Brother Branham, I've done too much. I've just done too much. Brother Branham said, that's the devil's language. He said, cast down those reasonings. Quit looking at yourself. Look at the one that thought enough of you to call you. Why don't you give your life to him that gave his life for you? Do you love him? How many say, Lord, I want to draw my sword? Satan and his angels were defeated by Michael and his angels. God, give me a spirit to fight. Let me stand for truth and that which is right. Let me draw my sword, the message of the hour, and go to cutting and quit questioning and quit reasoning and get to cutting. Let us stand to our feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Gracious eternal Father, how we thank you, Lord, for this message. How we thank you, Lord, for your presence as you always go before the armies of the living God. Help us to quit dragging and looking defeated, but put on the full armor of God and march to the step of the gospel and start cutting down our enemies. Help us, Lord, to have the faith to draw our sword and start cutting into our sicknesses, cutting into everything that's besetting us from our victory, cutting loose of the world, cutting loose from the devil. Help these young people, Lord, to have such a fresh, powerful revelation. Lord, to cut the enemy away, temptations and lust and the things of the world. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll anoint the army of the living God that will walk in harmony with your word. Lord, that we'll hold our positions as believers of this end time message, not like a hope soul, but with burly faith standing like real soldiers on the front lines. God, anoint us with faith. Anoint us with fighting spirit. Anoint us with the spirit of prayer. God, may we go forth with armor gleaming and, Lord, the banners flying, marching, the anthems ringing under the cross of Calvary, under the blood of Jesus. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that devils will be destroyed this week. Pray, dear God, that you'll bless us in our endeavors. We need your strength as we yield to you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. You know, I would like to sing that song. Um, uh, my eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. The Battle Hymn Republic. You know, the Great Commission was not just given to ministers. The Great Commission was given to believers. And every believer has a right to cast devils out. And you have power to cast them out. You'll never cast them out as long as you're looking at yourself. But you have the power if you're looking at the word, in my name, you will cast out devils. How many believe that? We are believers. And I believe devils run when the believers begin to take their position in the word of God. 
How many can say amen? amen? Let's sing that song together. Mine eyes have seen the glory, the coming of the Lord. Let's lift our voices. 